It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, the Mad Hatter, Eric G, saying thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode of Locked on Thunder, we're going to talk about Oklahoma City's MVP candidate, Paul George, and whether or not he can actually be the MVP this year. What will prevent him from getting that award? Who would have to falter? What ultimately would he have to do to be the guy in the voters' eyes? We'll get to all that coming up in segment number one. Plus, we'll talk about Russell Westbrook's shooting woes. And how Russell Westbrook treated a question after Oklahoma City Thunder or after the Thunder's win on Monday night against the Utah Jazz, um, when he was asked by Clay Horning about could the Thunder have survived him shooting like that a few years back, and we'll discuss that. We'll we'll talk about how the good and the bad of of all that going on here, and I, trust me, it's it's more cohesive when we get into the segment. In segment number two. There is something that is bothering me about the Thunder's last three games, and it even reared its head against the Utah Jazz, and I'm worried that it's going to bite them in the butt again. I'll tell you what that is, and then finally, drama going on in Chicago, just how bad are things for the Chicago Bulls, plus, should Golden State give Kevin Durant a statue? Should they retire his jersey? How do we look at Kevin Durant if... We are Golden State Warriors fans, which I know is not something you're probably not all keyed up on to do, but we're going to do it anyway here on Locked on Thunder. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, as well as News Radio 1000 KTOK. If you like what you hear, I would encourage you to go to LockedOnThunder.com or LockedOnPodcast.com and subscribe to the Locked on Thunder podcast as we do an episode every day. And since it's Tuesday... And I forgot to podcast yesterday. Actually, I didn't forget. Family things got in the way. We're going to give you two today. So we're going to drop one here in uh, during the midday, and then we'll do another one coming up this evening so you can listen to before and after tonight's game with the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Let's talk about Oklahoma City's MVP candidate, Paul George, who is having a career season. Better than at any point... During his time in the NBA, Paul George is actually averaging more points, 24, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals per game. That is better. In all those categories, he is averaging a career high this year, and the Oklahoma City Thunder are in first place. Is that still good enough to make him the most valuable player in the voters' eyes? Not quite yet. And unfortunately for Paul George, this isn't even so much about what he does and about what the Oklahoma City Thunder do. Well, it is in part, but it's also about guys like LeBron James 
somehow falling back to the pack. And somehow this Lakers team, who has overachieved this season, hitting the skids and allowing a team like Houston to come up, allowing the Jazz to have their opportunity to make the playoffs. You're going to need to see some shift there. You're going to need to see Giannis Antetokounmpo um, fall back to the pack. And the Milwaukee Bucks, who have overachieved as well, not be as good come the uh, first of the year. So forth and so on. Anthony Davis. And even with, look, even if Giannis doesn't have a good year, if somehow Giannis were to not have a good year and LeBron James weren't to have a good year after we've done this podcast, there's always Kawhi Leonard who will have a good year and the Toronto Raptors, if they end up first in the Eastern Conference, will get consideration. It's tough. And I hate to say it, one of the things that'll help George get consideration is for Russell Westbrook to continue his recent struggles. Which, what all this speaks to is that even with the Oklahoma City Thunder in first place right now in the NBA uh, Western Conference, right there with Golden State. And let, let's double check those again because, yes, last time I looked, the Thunder were in first place in the Western Conference. It's still not a sexy team to talk about. That's part of the issue with Oklahoma City is they're not as fun to talk about as Golden State and Los Angeles and the Raptors and even the Clippers who were horrible the other night, somehow the Thunder have got to get in that conversation. They have got to get into the national talk. They have got to start dictating what the narrative is. It's like the Heisman Trophy. And the more momentum you see build throughout the year, that's how Paul George gets himself into MVP consideration. And speaking of those Russell Westbrook shooting woes, he's been terrible these last couple of nights, and yet the Thunder have won. And Clay Horning from the Norman Transcript asked Russell Westbrook, you know, hey, in past years, could the Thunder have survived your shooting woes? And Russell walks off, nice. He said yes, or yep, and then walked off and said nice try, bros. And Nice try, bro. And, and that is not exactly how Clay worded the question, but... If Russ was being honest, especially that year that he won MVP, the answer was no. That team could not have survived Russell's shooting like that. Russell was their only chance to win. And I understand Russ doesn't want to throw his teammates under the bus, but there's a way you can say that without being arrogant. You very easily just could have said if you were Russell Westbrook, well, that year that Kevin left, it was probably tough. It was probably tough. Um, but... This year, we've got a lot of good talent around us. A lot of guys that were on that team have made strides, so I don't have to carry the team anymore. You say something like that, A, and then you praise Paul George for being here and some of your other teammates, it, it, it lessens the blow. And everybody knows that they could not have survived you being as bad as you were the year that you won the MVP or as bad as you were the other night, the year that you won the MVP. But... In looking at what this team is, and and it's something that can't be stated enough, this is an extremely cohesive unit. They've got a ton of talent. And we said at the beginning of the year that we thought this team was going to be special. Well, they keep proving that. They keep proving on on a game-to-game basis that they're a force to be reckoned with in the West, and they're playing together better than any Thunder team has since 2012. Are they better than the team that got beat by Golden State in the Western Conference Finals? I'm going to say no on talent-wise because you don't have a Kevin Durant. 
Although the dudes that are stepping up seem to be better team players than what we've seen out of Oklahoma City. The other thing that you've got from Russell Westbrook is the fact that he knows when a dude is taking over that he can just let him do that. And, and having Paul George here and having Paul George in his second season with Oklahoma City become more comfortable has relaxed Russell Westbrook. That even on these bad shooting nights, Russell Westbrook's actually having more fun than probably what he has had in quite some time in the NBA. Um, Yes, Russell's going to continue to be moody and pouty, and after certain nights, he's probably going to go off and, and have himself a shooting session. But what I see from Russell Westbrook more than anything else, when you talk to him in the locker room, even though he still gives you the same crappy interview that he's always going to give, is a guy that looks like he's enjoying what this team is doing more than maybe what he has at any point in his career. Because he's got a bunch of guys around where he is the unquestioned, he is the unquestioned leader of this team, and he has a running mate in Paul George that has his back and is willing to let him be the unquestioned leader in, of this team. So Russ has bad nights. There's always somebody there to pick him up. And Steven Adams just continues to play great. Jeremy Grant continues to develop. It's an, it's an all-around good thing right now for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, you know, back to the original point, Paul George winning MVP. Um, it's it's ultimately, it's not the most important thing in the world if he wins MVP. It would be nice if he did because that's just another feather in Sam Presti's cap. But for now, I would just settle for the Thunder continuing to win and continuing to challenge for first place in the Western Conference. And I, I would be a happy camper. And it's a lot of fun to see them on this trajectory right now. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next here on LOT, we're going to talk about something that the Thunder haven't done in three straight games, which could come back and bite them in the butt tonight against New Orleans. And it already bit them in the butt against Chicago. So how does Billy Donovan correct this? Well, I'm not sure he can. We'll talk about it next on Locked on Thunder. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked on NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked on NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Sooners is out as well, and we're going to have two episodes of Locked on Sooners today, another one coming up a little bit later this afternoon, so be on the lookout for that. You can subscribe to Locked on Sooners and Locked on Thunder just by going to Apple iTunes, or you can go to LockedOnPodcast.com, subscribe there, or LockedOnThunder.com for Locked on Thunder. So there's several ways to get the podcast, including Google, Stitcher, Alexa, and Spotify That way, when the podcasts are done, they go right to your inbox. And a lot of times, we end up floating when our podcast gets done just based on what's going on with the Thunder or going on with Oklahoma. 
But subscribe today and uh, get into the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. The Thunder have yet to play a full 48 minutes in their last three games. Didn't do so against Utah on Monday night. Billy Donovan was quick to point that out, that the Jazz were able to get back into the game in the last 12 minutes despite the Thunder building up a pretty healthy lead. Certainly didn't happen against the Chicago Bulls where it seemed like the Thunder were pretty inclined for the most part to just take a night off when when they played Chicago. The, thun- the, thunder, the thunder in that game real quick. Talent carried them uh, and were able to keep them in the game despite them giving up 70 points in the first half to a Bulls team that had lost seven straight at that time and just recently got beat by 56 against the Boston Celtics. Then the Thunder played all right in the third quarter and then they just let it fall apart in the fourth. Then there was the Nets game where it took a monumental effort by Paul George in the fourth quarter in order for this team to hang on. Another reason why... Um, you keep having nights like that, you'll get considered for the most valuable player uh, when the when the voters start taking notice of you. But this is problematic. And for as good as it is, is that, that the Thunder are in first place right now in the West or just right there with Golden State, you're in a conference where there's no separation. There's there's not a, there's not enough distance. For you to take the night off. And even though you might be the second most talented team in that entire conference. And you may be the only team that can force Golden State to six or seven games. Maybe the only team that can beat them in the entire Western Conference. You don't have the luxury of being able to go out and and not put forth your best effort every single night. And, And it's already bitten you in the butt once. Should have bitten you in the butt twice with Brooklyn. And now you've got this stretch where you're on the road playing the Pelicans and you're playing the Clippers. And I, my confidence level in this team is it's high on talent, but the effort, the full 48 minutes of effort, it's got to be there this year. And that's not something I like to harp on too much because I get it. Teams taking night, nights off. They just can't afford to do it. Um, And and I don't think, unfortunately for Billy Donovan, and unfortunately for Billy Donovan, you can't fix this. There is nothing you can say that is going to make this team listen any more than what they're already listening now. Even the most veteran of coaches, even your Phil Jacksons, couldn't get this team to play 48 minutes in the last three games. When you're when you are dealing with professionals, guys that are making more money than you, unfortunately, a lot of the times they just have to kind of figure things out on their own. And sometimes it takes get hitting upside the head by a two by four in order for them to find that out. That's what's going to have to happen with the Thunder. Um, and it could be detrimental. It could be really detrimental. A two, three game losing streak could be really detrimental to where your standings are at the end of the season. So did they figure it out? Well, TBD, we've got to watch them tonight. And unfortunately, by tonight, I will let you know if they figured it out or not. And man, I just, I don't even know what to, what to say because you these guys seem to understand what it's all about when you talk to them. I mean, they fully get the task ahead. Why, why the effort doesn't match the talk, I don't know. I really don't. And even now, I feel kind of silly about criticizing them because I feel like I'm nitpicking to death 
because they are good enough to be in first place in the Western Conference, which is not someplace the majority of us thought they were going to be this year. We thought they might have an off chance to finish second if the Rockets had a bad year, um, which they are. But most of us thought somewhere between third and sixth is where you'd see the Oklahoma City Thunder and right now exceeding all expectations. Let's just hope they're not living off that. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We will close things out next here on LOT, talking about whether or not Kevin Durant deserves to have his jersey retired and Golden State. And how do Golden State fans see Kevin Durant? I think you'll like the analogy coming up next here on Locked on Thunder. Christmas is right around the corner. Come on, there's only a few shopping days left. And if you want to give that gift that makes you a Christmas star, because let's face it, we all want to be a Christmas star, then I've got it for you. It's called Action Heat. This is Action Heat clothing, which is safely and efficiently engineered to deliver heat up to 135 degrees. It's all battery powered. It happens at the touch of a button. Um, Not that you would need to be 135 degrees, but you could if you wanted to. And it's the same engineering that's similar to what you would get in your heated car seat if you're lucky enough to have those. It's perfect for any family or friend. And they've got, man, they've got all sorts of things. They've got shirts. They've got long johns, hats, gloves, socks, any place on someone's body that needs a little warm, Action Heat can do it. It's available in men's and women's clothing. Um, so whatever style you want. So for your wife, for your girlfriend, for your husband, for your boyfriend, it's all right there. And it makes winter activities a lot more enjoyable. And a lot of times you've got to go out and watch the kids play. Um, things get a little cold in, in the winter. And hey, things can even get cold in the spring. This is absolutely perfect for it, especially if you live here in Oklahoma City. It's Action Heat clothing. So go by, get some today. Make that order for Action Heat. Look them up on the internet. Man, trust me, you will not. You will not go wrong doing this. Um, it's Action Heat. 135 degrees and warmer, all battery powered, the rechargeable 5-volt battery, and become a Christmas hero today. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you for joining us today. Locked On Sooners also out. And both of those are available at LockedOnPodcast.com, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and Alexa, and Apple iTunes. So you can subscribe and rate us five stars if you want. Both part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kevin Durant says that Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson will all have their jerseys retired by the Golden State Warriors. He's probably not wrong. However, if I'm a Warriors fan, I don't want Kevin Durant's jersey retired. I really don't, especially if he leaves and ends up going to the Knicks or ends up going back to Oklahoma City. That's not worthy of jersey retirement, even if he is a three-time finals MVP. Even if he's the MVP this year and unquestionably the best player on that team, I don't want it because the way I see Kevin Durant, 
if I am a Golden State Warrior fan, is the dude is a mercenary. He's here. He's great. He helped Golden State win. That's fabulous. But when you talk about the annals of who are the greatest Warriors of all time, even though his numbers may be there, that's not your ring of honor. Mercenaries don't deserve to go in ring of honors. You get your rings, you get your money, and then you you go on your way. And they certainly don't deserve statues, Kevin Durant. Certainly do not deserve statues. Those are reserved for guys like Steph Curry who came up through the team, took last one because he was hurt, and then helped propel them and be not only a major role, but the figurehead of a few championship teams in a dynasty. It's reserved for Klay Thompson. It'll be reserved for Draymond Green if, in fact, he is a lifelong Warrior. In fact, if I'm a Warriors fan, Draymond deserves to have his jersey retired long before Kevin Durant. This is something that Kevin Durant doesn't understand that he gave up. This is just something that is not through his thick head. When you do what you do, when you go from one team to another and you make your career about that, not that there's anything wrong with that, I mean, if that's how you want to play your career, that's fine. But you that is making the sacrifice of ever being necessarily a legend for a specific team or being always associated with a specific team. Meaning that when somebody says that team's name, you're the first guy that they think of or you're one of the top three guys that they think of. You sacrificed that. You did that by going to Golden State and you're going to do it again by leaving Golden State. You'll still get your plaque in the Hall of Fame. You'll still make a ton of money and you'll still go down as one of the greatest players in NBA history. You're just never going to be the face of a franchise or at least be there long enough for anyone to consider you for those high honors. Um, Deion Sanders, I put into that category. There's no way he goes into the Cowboy Ring of Honor if I'm Jerry Jones. Again, he's a mercenary. And that's something that you've got to learn how to live with. Like uh, Roger Clemens, <laughs> a mercenary in Major League Baseball. And it's a great career to have, but just understand where you fit in, in the whole big piece of the puzzle. Even if Kevin Durant comes back to Oklahoma City and were to pull the LeBron James like Antonio Daniels suggested the other day, and I told you I'd come up with an original spin on this. Even if he comes back, wins a couple of championships, and decides to leave again, then no, you don't get your jersey retired. You don't get the statue out front right now. The only guy in Thunder history that deserves the statue is Russell Westbrook, and it looks like right now the the, the first guy to get their jersey retired in Oklahoma City Thunder history is going to be Nick Collison. But you've got to, but Kevin, man, get over that. Quit talking about statues and jerseys. Just go out and play basketball let the game speak for your, for itself and embrace embrace that mercenary attitude don't get hung up on all the accolades and all the other garbage uh that goes along with stuff and finally the Chicago Bulls and I'm sure the Thunder are way more embarrassed after seeing them get beat by 50 plus points uh to the Celtics the night after the Bulls beat them darn near had a few uh full-time mutiny on their hands against Jim Boylan, who wanted to practice after they had gotten beat by the Celtics, and then they went to the Players Association. If I'm <laughs> if I'm Jim Boylan, sorry about the cough there. Uh, dude, I'm gone. 
It's like, hey, if this is what I got to deal with, if these players don't want to work and put in the effort and they don't see that you need to be in the film room or the gym after you get beat by 55 points, then this is not a team that I want to coach because they're not very concerned about being successful. And I would look to get out of that situation as quickly as possible. And unfortunately, at that point, then things start falling on the GM and you can't correct that during the season. You can't ship. I guess you can start just shipping everybody off and get your get your trades in return and build the team that way. But this is obviously not a coaching problem. It's a player problem. And if the players don't want to be there, they don't want to be on the floor, then you can't do anything to fix that situation. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back later this afternoon as we get you ready for the Thunder and the Pels. Nop, down in NOLA tonight. I'm Eric G. saying thank you so much for joining us. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 